Wait, should I say it? Yeah, be blunt as fuck. This is Brutally Blunt with Jennifer and Katie. Hey besties, welcome back to Brutally Blunt with Jennifer and Katie. So we have a very special guest. Um, we, You guys know that we love Bravo. So we have Monica on, Monica Shaw. Dr. Monica. Dr. Monica. Dr. Monica. <laughs> Get it right. <laughs> She's from Family Karma, which we talked about Family Karma on our show a few mm-hmm. times. We really, really love the show. So we're super excited that we are able to have Monica on. So hey, Monica. Hi, guys. Nice to finally meet you. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about yourself. So I am a rheumatologist model um and I guess now you want to throw this on the resume (laughs) reality Um, star yeah I don't know about star but yeah (laughs) add it to the resume um I'm based out of Florida and um yeah I just I you know this has been kind of like a a whirlwind for me yeah it's been a little a little crazy well how did you become a rheumatologist first of all like how did you decide like that was the kind of doctor you wanted to be So, um, I didn't actually know I wanted to be a doctor for the longest time. It was after I did a mission trip with my dad that I kind of had like an epiphany moment. I'm like, oh, this is probably what I like, I would love doing. Um, and it wasn't until my residency that I found like a mentor and she happened to be a rheumatologist. And I was like, wow, I really love like how you practice medicine. I love the patients that you treat. I love what you do. And I love that you have like a work-life balance. Um, and you being a doctor is so demanding and everyone gets so burnt out. And my goal was like, if I was going to do this, I want to be happy doing it, but I also want to like have a life. Right. Yeah. I always wonder that about doctors. Like, I feel like you're either like constantly working. I'm like, how do they have a social life? But I mean, it looks like you have a social life on your Instagram. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, that's key, but that hasn't happened for a long time. Like part of it is you have to put your, like, you just know part of the sacrifices you're going to have to put things on hold for a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think the beauty of rheumatology specifically is that you get like longevity of care. So I'm going to be treating these patients forever. Um, so I love that because I can develop a relationship with them, which is right. so important to me. Cause I'm like a chatterbox and I just want to like, know my patients. So I think that that's really, I love that part of it. And then, um, we just, we work like Monday through Thursday and have our weekends off if we want. Oh, that's That's awesome. But it took a long time to get here, but I'm here now. Yeah. For those of you that don't know, I actually was going to be a doctor and I burned myself out and quit. So like, it's It's crazy, like good for you that you (laughs) made it through. Yeah, dropping out real like burn like the burnout is so real it's still a real thing I mean I I definitely burnt out a few times I can count you know like a handful of times in fact through the process um but I think it's just you know I had the right support system and it's something I really wanted to do so at the end all the goal was there it just I had to like trek through it right did you do your modeling first or did you do uh, going to school first it kind of like happened at the same time which is weird um so I was actually in my third year of med school when I entered a beauty pageant and I was just bored I was like I'm bored and my friends were doing it and I wanted to do something that stepped out of my comfort zone so I 
like signed up and then I did it and I won it and I just it was like all of this was so unexpected um but you know you like sign you just sign away your life you know I thought that was like not reading I was like this is for fun like I'm not gonna win yeah um but in that you had like contractual obligations with different you know companies to to model their stuff or wear their stuff or being campaigns and whatnot so that's kind of like when the door opened and it's it's you know, the doors remained open so that I'm thankful for that. But that's the first opportunity that I had in my first experience. Was it hard to find the balance between the two? Absolutely. So I'm like in med school, so I'm still like, yeah, yeah, I'm absolutely still roughing it. Um, I remember like being at the pageant and like in my downtime, I'd be studying and everyone else is just like hanging out. So like I it's like still a thing, Um, but I'm still working on it. Like the whole thing is it's time management. Um, and burnout is so real because people just like, you get so like engrossed in like studying and like, that is your yeah. life. Um, now, now I can say like, after the fact that I've learned time management better, but absolutely. Like I actually like write down my planner, like time to like step away and like do stuff for me. And yeah, so you, it, it is a process and like some months and some years, maybe it's easier to get away and like do balance both. And then some years you're absolutely just grinding. So it's a give and take. I can't say that it's been like that my whole ride. Are you just doing, are you still doing pageants or is it more modeling now? No pageants, pageants are done. Um, it's done. just modeling now. Yeah. Okay. That's like a cool though avenue to be like, yeah. I'm a doctor and a model. Like, like, oh, this, is, this is not real. And I was like, I don't know how to explain this to you, like without sounding kind of douchey, but this is what it is. I make it work. Yeah. I just, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm actually grateful. It's opened a lot of doors and it's, yeah. it's an interesting conversation to have with people to, you know, cause they're two totally different worlds. But I'm thankful that I can like shed some light on, on kind of bringing it together. Well, and it's like, you can't help that you have brands and beauty, you know? So it's like, you can't help it. (laughs) Why not take advantage of both? Right. I mean, that's what should be celebrated is like, you you can do both and you can be both. And I think both should be celebrated and admired. So I'm happy to like, you know, kind of have that ball rolling and have those conversations with people. A hundred percent, because I feel like when you're a doctor, no one thinks like, oh, you're a model as well. Like you're well, just, you can do you know? something else. Like everyone just, yes. just like your whole life. And it, and it was for, you know, and it is for a lot of people. Um, and it's so important. Like it's a big part of my life, but I definitely didn't think that that should be the only thing that defined me. I mean, yeah. I didn't know that you get a, like your Friday, Saturday, Sundays. So that's huge. I know. I, I wish somebody told me I that because maybe I would have went the rheumatology route. Yeah, like, I was exactly. like, oh my God. I didn't for the longest time. I was working over a hundred hours a week, working nights, weekends, holidays, you name it. And then in the last, I want to say two years, things have finally like eased up and, and the, and that's, not, you know, rheumatology is one of the fields. I mean, dermatology, there's a lot of other fields that can offer this type of lifestyle, but if that's something that's important to you and you enjoy the branch of medicine, then like it's a two for one, like, why not? Do you ever, what do you think of like holistic medicine? Do you ever incorporate that into uh, your practice as well? Yeah, I'm a big proponent. Like I'm, you know, I'm obviously Indian. So like, I yeah. like the, you know, the, um, what, you know, the Western medicine and then the Indian, like the Ayurvedic stuff that my parents have kind of brought over and taught me. So I like 
personally will integrate both, you know, as much as I can, as far as like adding certain stuff to my diet or changing up my foods and things like that. But even for my patients, I definitely have that conversation um, that that's not going to fix it, but that's something that should obviously be incorporated if they're willing. Right. Yeah, totally. So let's talk about you becoming a reality TV star. Now, how did you make that work? Yeah. Because that it's like a whole other thing to add. You know, you know, what's so funny is I actually wanted to be like Sanjay Gupta or like one of those girls on the doctors, like the, you know, the talk show. Yeah. I wanted to integrate both because I grew up doing like broadcast journalism. So I, I went in thinking I was going to do mass communications and I still got a minor in it, but like, I was like, there has to be a way I can like integrate both. Like I just didn't have literally speaking my life. Yeah. That's like I went to school for, I went to school for broadcast journalism, ended up getting a comms degree. And then I was going to medical school after, cause I was like, I don't want to do anything with this. And then I was like, okay, like now I don't want to go to medical school anymore. (laughs) Like what now? Yeah. Like I was like, I have to like either like be him take his job or like do something that can mimic like, I just we've literally like, been messaging Oprah and we're like hey lady like <laughs> we know that you're getting up there about to retire we'll like swoop. we will take your job yeah right? but that's awesome you can incorporate I mean, both you know like yeah no I mean it's it's definitely given me an avenue to like go down that road a little bit you know explore it a little bit more and make something of it right um, but think I just haven't had the time, I think the time commitment is huge, but like in the last, again, the last years have been like crucial where I've actually like regained my life again. So the last, you know, being in this part of my life, I think helped, um, allowed me to explore those opportunities. So how did you meet Brian? Cause this is how you were, in- for those of you who don't know you guys, she was introduced on family karma because she was dating one of the cast members and he's Brian, um, if you guys watch it. And so you, and you were the other Monica because he was with the other Monica or they were, they were close friends or whatever. He liked her or something. And then you were in this time, this season. Yeah. It's funny. (laughs) It's literally like, it's so like every, I feel like there's like one or two degrees of separation and like, it's such a right. And like all this stuff, but so Brian and I, uh, I, I hate be like, he slid into my DMs, but he slid into my DMs. Um, uh, like honestly five years ago. And I didn't know that like, there was a area of Instagram where you like get messages from people you don't follow. And yeah, yeah. but then he had said, he had like, you know, replied to something about my dog that I posted. And I was like, Oh, something about my dog. So then I looked at the message and then I saw the message from five years ago. So like, I was like, oh, sorry. Like, I didn't know that this was a thing. Um, but we like talked about my dog for a little bit. Like we talked about our dogs and then like, it was just, it just was. And then like back and forth, it became a little something here and there. Um, and then it became something more consistent, maybe like a month or month and a half later. We're like a true COVID relationship. Like this was in the height of yeah. like, like lockdown COVID after that, the next progression was like FaceTime. So we FaceTimed every day for two months. Um, and then he finally, when things eased up a little bit, he came down and we spent like a weekend together and we finally met. And so were you really friends with Monica? Yeah. Um, were you friends with Monica for real? Yeah. So we actually met seven years ago at this pageant that I did that I was telling you about. Um, cause she okay. was judged. Okay. And that's when I met her. 
And I saw her one other time after that in Miami for an event that I had to be at because of the, because of the pageant. Um, so we, you know, we stayed in touch. Um, and then like, honestly, to be truthful, like med school and everything kind of picked up and we weren't, we never mm -hmm. like weren't friends. It's just, we just kind of, you know, got lost in the shuffle of life and we stayed in touch to some degree. Um, and then I, you know, the show kind of brought us back together. So I did know her. Yeah. Okay. What was your experience like overall on the show? Like, did you feel like it was a lot of pressure on your relationship to be on TV, especially I feel like coming from COVID, like, and then all of a sudden you're right. kind of thrust into the spotlight. Like, I feel like personally, that would be a lot of pressure. Yeah. I didn't honestly, like, I wasn't even thinking about the show, like in relation to my relation, like in respect to my relationship, I was more just like focusing on us and like, I just wanted, um, I wanted us to kind of communicate over communicate through the process. It was new for me and it was something he had been versed in. So I definitely expressed like my hesitations and some things that I was worried about. So we over communicated about the fact, and I told him, you know, if we were going to do this, um, and our relationship was going to be out there, I just, um, want it to be about us and about your family. And like, I don't want to be involved in any of the other, you know, side stuff going on. Um, but it definitely, you know, it was a positive experience for the most part. Um, I was myself throughout the process, which I think is like absolutely key. Cause I always say like, you know, they can't put words in your mouth. They just can't take the words out of your mouth. So I was, you know, I was just yeah. like, sure that like, I was true to myself. I wasn't going to say anything that I, you know, like not regret it. So it was nothing was calculated, but I just had to make sure that like I was trying to, to who I was and my values and what I believed in. Um, but yeah, TV definitely nudges you to have some conversations that you, you know, normally would not want other people to be involved in. So I think, um, you know, there are intimate conversations, but that, that I knew was part of the territory. I just didn't know that, I, you know, you'd be thrust into like having them at that time. You're like, okay, now we're going to talk about this. And it's like, okay, how do you know, like reset. Okay. Let's talk about it again. Um, so they weren't new conversations. They were just very intimate conversations and like, yeah. So I think it was more for us. It was like, okay, well there's there, it's always going to take two ways, right? Like the blessing is that hopefully people resonate and like you either encourage, inspire some sort of positive note there. And then the beast is that you're going to get backlash because no, you're not going to appease everyone. No one's going to agree with everything you have to say. So just knowing that going in, um, was for me at least something that I had to really hold on to. Like it, it's always going to, there's always going to be two sides and, you know, um, people siding with one or the other or not agreeing or disagreeing or whatever it is. Um, but I think the most important thing was that I was myself throughout the process and I have like zero regrets. Well, did and you I get backlash? I did. Um, I did for certain things like, you know, people thinking that I'm like too high maintenance or I'm asking for too much. Or I didn't at all. I feel like I resonated with you so much because I feel like this is like a common thing when you're a successful woman, you know, and not that like you feel like you have to stroke someone else's ego, but like, why at any point would you not be who you are? You obviously have a successful job. You're doing well for yourself. And that shouldn't in theory, intimidate who you're with. 
So, I mean, I don't know. I thought I was just like, she went to a lot of school to be where she is. Like, you know, she put in a lot of work, not saying he didn't work. He doesn't work hard in his field or anything, but I just know being a doctor is a whole different ball game. And it's not trying to make one better than the other, but it's just like, I was like, she put in work. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I mean, You you know, like, let's just backtrack. I, we started dating knowing our careers. Like we started dating right. in medicine and he knew I was like, that is like, I think people are completely disregarding the fact that we absolutely, cause people, I was getting a lot of backlash, like, wow. Like why, you know, didn't you know he was an IT? Well, obviously like I, you know, I'm not, yeah. <laughs> hello. Right. And, and the thing is we've already had these conversations. We like, for me at this point in my life, like I open and welcome these conversations the earlier, the better, because I want to make sure we're on the same page and I'm definitely in it for longevity. So I have these conversations and I'm telling you, we spent three, four hours every night, just talking about everything. And it was so organic and natural. And the conversations you're seeing aren't new conversations. So for me, I was just more so blindsided by the change in response or like, Hey, I thought we were on the same page about this. And like, um, but you know, people will always side with one or the other. And I knew that was going to happen. We actually talked about that. I'm like, Brian, some people are going to be like, you know, sympathizing with you and like totally relating to you. And that's great. And then there's the other half that are going to be like, who the fuck does she think she is? And the other half that are like, oh, well, we totally understand where she's coming from. So like, it could literally go any way and you can't control that. Um, but I, um, yeah, I got some backlash in that way, but I mean, I don't know these people. They don't know my life. They don't know my story. I know my truth. So I just, it's kind of like you take it with a grain of salt. Everyone's going to have their opinion. I just, I just realized throughout this process is I'm not for everyone and that's okay. Yes. Me neither. I feel like we've, tra- we were like, okay, not, not everyone is going to like us. Like it's fine. Yes. There's plenty of people that think we're annoying and stupid, but you know what it, it is. What it, is, it, is. it is. Yeah, exactly. People are going to have their opinions and, um, you know, and they're entitled to it. It's their, their opinion, but I'm not letting it influence or impact me. Um, but yeah, getting real, getting real on TV. I mean, it's reality TV, but having those intimate conversations, um, it definitely, it wasn't tough for me to have the conversation. It's just knowing that, okay, I've spent 45 minutes having this conversation with you, but I know you're only going to see 10 minutes of it. Right. Like you're not going to air everything I said in the way I said it. So like, that's the yeah. risk to take. Um, so it is, you know, there's the good with the bad. It's always a balance. Well, and did you feel like, cause I know you said that you had these conversations before, so it seems like he kind of like flipped the script a little bit on you, which sounds like could be very hurtful. But do you Did think he you... was doing that for TV or do you think it was just because his insecurities were coming up? I don't, you know, I really, I, I hope it's not for TV. I had a, you know, I had some people say like, oh, do you think that this was all just for plot? Like, you know, like, and I, I certainly hope not because I went in with like the purest of intentions Yeah. Um, and I didn't even think about the show when we were dating. Like it, well, it didn't even come up in conversation. Like I wanted to know him for him. We honestly did not talk about the show for like the first four months of our, like, cause I didn't watch season one. So like, I just had nothing to contribute. Um, but you know, I think there was something like he said it and he was like, you know, I was a yes man when I met you. And that, I think that really sucked because it's like, well, Mm. I wish you had just, you know, like we have, 
we can all be real here. And he said, you know, if you hadn't told, if you hadn't said, if I had said yes to you, you wouldn't have given me the opportunity to, you know, but like, but that sucks. But yeah, he took that away from you. Cause maybe you would have wanted to, you can't, you know, just assume that, you know, you obviously yeah. really liked him. He yeah. likes dogs, which is a, a big thing. <laughs> no, you know? so I it's mean, like, we definitely went deeper than dogs, but yeah, I mean, I definitely like, I, I almost was too direct in like, you know, just how I envisioned my life and the things I wanted and the type of partner I wanted to be with. Um, so I think when he said I was a yes man initially, that kind of sucked because I'm just like, okay, well, for what though? Like, what was the point? You know, like, and like, how did you think this was going to turn out? Yeah. You know, like eventually yeah, it's going to come I mean, up. He definitely like, like he definitely like made me reevaluate some stuff. Not that I was like compromising or anything like that. Like definitely like you learn as you go, right. It's a relationship. So there's a give and take and there's things like I initially may not have been okay with, but throughout the relationship, I'm like, okay, this isn't so bad. So like, definitely like you ease up in certain areas and, and, you know, tighten up in others. Um, so it was a growing, you know, the relationship was growing and every obstacle or every conversation brought up a new, you know, something new. But, um, I think when it comes to like something bigger, like your whole life together and like, you know, your future and children yeah. and finances and things that are important. And I, you know, that's where I got back some backlashes. People are like, who talks about finances? We're like, that's so I, important. Like, <laughs> that's a very important conversation. Yeah. You know, like there, there were some comments and people were like, wow, I'd never have this conversation with like, if you love someone, like none of this matters. And, and I love definitely is so important. Like that is the foundation of everything. I completely agree, but we have to like get real for a little bit, you know, hundred percent. So there's that, that's what I meant by the backlash in that, in that aspect was Brian the one that approached you about the show? Like after a few months, was he like, Hey, FYI, like, do you want to do this with me? Yeah. Yeah. Cause, um, I guess, you know, they, they weren't unsure about a season two for, you know, when we started dating and, um, then I guess they, you know, the conversation started happening and producers were calling him and asking him like, what's new with your life? Like what's going on? What's different? And he had mentioned me on, uh, you know, all the occasions and, you know, I'm, I have a new girlfriend and all of this. So I heard about those conversations when we'd speak at night. Um, I just didn't know like my involvement in that. So I was like, okay, great. You know, I'm glad they're like, you know, understanding where you are now, whatever. Um, and then it wasn't until like maybe a month or so before that he was like, you know, you're a part of my life and this is about my life. And, you know, and that's, so that's kind of how that started. Would you say the door is completely shut for rekindling? Um, no, I don't, I don't, I never say never to anything. I think that's like, okay. a, like I, and that's like with everything. I never say never, never say always. Um, you know, this was a totally unexpected relationship. I did not see it. And that's what I think was the beautiful part about it and why mm -hmm. I, gravitated towards it so much was that it was so organic and it was unexpected and it was beautiful in all the right ways. Um, but, uh, I think, you know, maybe we're on just two different paths right now and, and that's just yeah. what it is. And so, you know, yeah. it, it sucked, but it, it, it is what it is. Like, I don't, again, I don't regret, I don't regret anything. I I've learned a lot about myself. I've grown a lot. I think that's important. Um, but I can say that it was, it was, you know, 
there was no heartbreak involved. Oh, of course. Yeah. Did yeah. you make any other friends on the show that you're still friends with? Yeah, you know, they're all really great. I'm mostly the guys and Monica I still keep in touch with. Um, yeah. Paul is really, you know, he's sweet. And um, we've talked on um, several occasions. And uh, Amrit, I saw when I was in Chicago. And, and, you know, I'm not calling these people up all the time. But I know if I, you know, was in town or, you know, wanted to say, hey, they definitely answer. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What do you think about like the show representing like Indian culture? Like, do you think it's an accurate representation? Because I feel like we don't see it a ton on TV. And I personally love to see it. Like, I love the show. I think it's awesome. Like, I feel like it's so, it's one of those shows on Bravo that like not a ton of people know about, but like need to know about. Yeah. And I, I think that's the one thing that I'm grateful for is that there's a lot of South Asian representation now in general in media yeah, on TV or, you know, social media. Um, but I think culturally it does a pretty decent job. I mean, you're seeing, you're highlighting all the important festivals in our lives and, and every family celebrates it differently. So I think that's also the beauty and you get to see how each family does their, you know, does celebrates with their own traditions. Um, so I think that, I think that it does a fairly good job with it culturally. Um, I, you know, I heard from a lot of people that I, they maybe can't relate to like the social dynamics of every family, but I think that's also, that's also everyone's different and everyone operates differently, but on a cultural aspect, I think, um, I think it does a pretty good job. Okay. Yeah. That's one thing I do love about the show is that you do see like full family dynamic, you know, mm-hmm. like the parents were my favorite part. I do Honestly, love the parents. I think the parents just need their own thing. I like, think they, they do. Show. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you should, the, it should just be about the parents, honestly. Because they're like just as entertaining as the kids. Um, more. Yeah. Honest, I, I honestly get that. Everyone's like the, the parents, the aunties and all that. And yes, you know, maybe there's, if, you know, maybe they just need more, more of that and less of everything else. I want auntie they yes. So, you know, they bring a lot of, you can see a lot of cultural traditions from like just their conversations and how they operate totally and what they do and what they believe in, you know, like, so I think that that in itself is, is entertaining. Do you have a favorite holiday you like to celebrate? Um, you see it on, you see it on the show, but Diwali is always a great time because there's, yeah. We have like dance, like Navratri and dance festivals. And we have all these traditional outfits we get to wear and we go to people's houses all the time and have like big dinners. Um, so I think our, our New Year's time is, is a really fun and elaborate and colorful time. When is that? When is your New um, Year's? It's around like the October, November time. Oh, so it's coming up. Yeah. Okay. And do you have a lot of friends you, and family you celebrate with? Yeah, so we actually throw like a, which is why I wasn't there for for Kulpna's party. Okay. Um, was because I was here. Um, my parents do a, a very big, uh, you know, party and we have a priest come in and bless everyone. And, and so that's like a little small ceremony. And then we have like a big dinner with um, lots of music and, and our closest friends and family. So it's like, it's tradition every year. Um, and I wish, you know, they were like, oh, we wish we could have, because of COVID, they never came to Tampa. So I wish they were able to and, and see, and you can see that part of it too. So that's, that's really special for us. So there was a reason I wasn't there. Okay. So okay. no, you have no regrets overall doing the show. 
No, I don't. I think it's, you know, I've, I've made some friends. I've learned a lot of things about myself, about just life and people. And, and uh, it's opened a lot of great doors. I get to spread more awareness about what I do as a physician. Um, it's opened a lot of awesome doors. So I'm very, very grateful for that. Yeah. Yeah. How did things end? for you and Brian, you know, like I can tell you how it ended in my dream. <laughs> Please, I would be very, I would just okay. line, you know, <laughs> okay, I, this is, you have a dream about me. Just give me, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm calling you directly. No, I had, I legit had a dream that you went and spent time with Brian and his family. So you stayed at their house for like a week and then no, I've done that. So that's not okay. I've done that. <laughs> okay. So I'm telling that's you this horrible. might be accurate. Is that so, too far? You're on something I've already done. So you're normal. Okay. Okay. Cool. So you were there, you were getting like really close with his mom. Like you guys were like, you're helping her cook. And then he had some friends come over and then he like kind of decided that it wasn't going to work, you know? And then you went and packed your bags that moment. He had a friend that was like standing next to you. And then you got in your car and, and drove away and you were crying. <laughs> that was the dream. <laughs> okay. So I'm okay. sure there's a little more. <laughs> um, yeah, there maybe not the ending for that, but the um, the me spending time there, yeah, all of that's true. Um, it just, you know, I wish I could, I wish I could like pinpoint where things just turned left. I was truthfully blindsided because I was, you know, people are like, oh, she's like this, she's like that, da da da, yeah. but like people don't see that I like really. I'm a ride or die. So if I'm in the relationship, like I want to see it through, I want me, I'm going to give my best effort. I'm going to love you through the good and the bad. And I just don't think that that was reciprocated. Um, yeah. So he pulled the plug. Yeah. Unexpectedly. Yeah. So I was, oh, you know, I, so I was just like, really like, you know, the job whole thing that was all going on and I was trying to be as supportive as I could, but I, I, you know, I can't relate, but I tried my best I tried to you know spoke to his parents like how can I help him like what else can I do like what am I missing um so I definitely tried to do my best to be the partner that like you know I would want in return like I would want the same sort of respect and um dedication to like the relationship so I was completely dedicated to like making it work working through the nicks the good the bad all of that um but yeah I was just like one day and I was like okay like I literally did not know what to say what is your your zodiac sign are you an earth sign no I'm water Aquarius oh okay oh so I was gonna say that ride or die thing just we're we're both earth do you guys do um charts I was watching I think it was like an an Indian dating show on Netflix and oh, matchmaking. Yes. 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 Yeah. And they do like, um, birth charts and you like are supposed to see if your astrology charts line up. Yeah. And I, I don't, they might've aired that again. I haven't seen the whole like season through and through, but I remember that we were FaceTiming and I had mentioned to Brian that my dad looked up or whatever, because he had asked me his like birth date. And then he asked some guy in India the parents do this. And I was like, whatever. Um, and it said that like, I don't even like that we were compatible or something like there was, I didn't get any specifics, but like, I didn't get like a red flag, like, okay, right. Right. No, this isn't going to work. And, um, so I told him that in there in the, I don't know if they aired it or not, but I told him that on a FaceTime 
Um, but yeah, I don't know if I wholeheartedly believe in it, but I'm okay. It's gonna happen whether I want it to or not. Like my parents are just gonna do it. Yeah, I wish my parents would do that. Like, I know. I want to know. Like, you know? like, can you please do that for me? Like, I'm gonna probably do it on my own. But again, like I don't know how accurate it is because it's like we were compatible, and then like I don't know. I wish they had told me like the things that I had to look out for, that things that we may not be compatible or otherwise well, so if it was just the birth date and not like the birth time and location it was time it was like time it okay was so they so went all in so I think Brian is just a little insecure with the power <laughs> dynamic to be honest uh, this was just my this is just my feelings that. I don't know this I've is just heard, from what I've I see on not, TV you're not you're not the first you're literally maybe the thousandth person to tell me that yeah it was just like obvious and I was just like okay but like he's like and he kept trying to play up like I he's like just because I'm not a doctor he's like IT people are great I'm like no one's saying that like no one's saying that she's with you for a reason she's with you isn't she she knows what you did before but I think it seemed like his insecurities like definitely got the best of them in the end because it's hard being with like a boss ass bitch. <laughs> like, everyone, everyone wants one, but no one like wants right. To, you know, like everyone, everyone comes like, down to it. Everyone wants you on their arm, but when you speak, it's like shh. I'm like hell no, like that's not good to me. Yeah, um, yeah. It was never like that. You know, I've done multiple podcasts, and everyone's like, you know, was it like that with your family? Were they concerned? No, my parents loved him. Like he like was a part of. It. We spent holidays. We spent Christmas together, New Year's together, Thanksgiving together. Like we spent holidays together and like he met my whole family and I met his whole family so how long was the relationship all together a year okay so it was a good yeah solid relationship and like I meant what I said like I I wanted those things like I don't have a time the word timeline kind of irks me a little bit like it's it's the worst best word if that makes sense like I I just know that I want to accomplish certain things my goal is to accomplish certain things by certain age that right. includes, like family goals and whatnot. Have I had to like restructure that over the course of my life? Like every year? Absolutely. Like a hundred percent. But if I'm in a relationship with someone I, I want to spend my future with, then like, I am going to be like, oh, I hope to have kids in the next three to four years of our relationship. Not tomorrow, well, yeah. not tomorrow, but like, you know, and I'm not getting any younger and that's the truth. Um, but like, that's just something for me, right? I'm speaking for myself you don't have to agree with me. Yeah. I also got backlash for that because people are like, oh, timelines, fuck timelines. It's like, well, that, I mean, this is just what I want for myself and my life. Like, you know, there are people out there freezing their exit and like, will I maybe be one of them? Maybe, I don't know. And I thought about it. Yeah. Understandable. And it's, and it's, you know, respectable. And it's something that sometimes has to be done because it just is what it is. But I hope, that like, if I'm in a relationship with someone that I'm going to be with long-term and hopefully forever, which is where I saw us going, um, that those aren't like weird or awkward conversations. Or they like, no, shouldn't be weird. And a timeline like, isn't weird. Like you set goals. Yeah. And like that's I'm how you like, like do life. Next three, like if I'm a completely single person, like not even dating anyone. And I'm saying in the next three to four years, I'd be like, okay, well, that maybe that's a little much because you're not even like in a relationship. Like, yeah. right. Like maybe I should be talking about freezing mags or something. I don't know. But um, if I'm like in that moment, I was in a relationship, seeing it long-term, we were committed to making it work. We talked about forever. We wanted forever. And so I don't think that me saying in the next three or four years, I want a child with you. 
that's because I, I, I feel like that's very nice I think to be a like, lot of hey, people have timelines. I want, and it's like, I'm personally not in the business of fucking around. Like, that's just not my thing. I don't want to waste my time. So it's like, yeah, if you're not on a similar path, then we are wasting our time. Yeah. Right. Like, I don't like to date to have fun. Like I have friends who date and they love to date. And I'm like, no, I would rather be in my bed fun. watching like murder documentaries and alone. alone. <laughs> like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. It's like the whole, the, it's a, because it's like an emotional process, right? You have to like get oh. to someone all over again and tell yeah. them everything about you. And it's, it's not easy. It's not easy in this world where like, I feel like guys either have one motive or another, and it's usually the, the most obvious one that we're all mm-hmm. aware of. Um, so it's not easy. And then when you find someone that you're like on a similar path with, then I think that like, I, why not have those conversations? And yeah, I wasn't yeah. Rushed, like, I'm not trying to rush into anything. I definitely was like liking everything about it, but like, I also was not like going to sit around for, you know, like let's not just hang out forever. Like, right. Obviously. What is dating like in, you're from Tampa, right? Yeah. Would you say there is eligible bachelors there or not really? (laughs) Probably just not my time. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure they're around. There are plenty around. Um, I just, you know, it's if everyone's like a cavalier fisherman here. Like everyone's like, look at the fish I caught. And I'm like, gross. gross. Like, I'm really just, it's not attractive. So usually if you have a fish pick, I'm just not. Okay. And I don't understand why guys think that's like hot all over their Tinder profile. But they're their disgusting hinge. sunglasses yeah. that I know they have to wear. They're holding they're their stupid fish. And I'm like, yeah. cool, you killed an animal. No one you. gives a like, fuck. And it's like, check out this big ass fish I caught. I'm like, I don't yeah. care. Oh, I really, honestly, I really don't care. So I'm like, if like, kudos to you if you don't have a fishing picture, like, you know, more power to you. <laughs> right. Um, you have a better chance than the guy that does. So, what about dating? We, I saw on your Instagram that you're a Buccaneers fan. So what about dating an athlete? Um, oh, there's the jersey. <laughs> they're, all, they're everywhere. They're literally surrounding me. Um, yeah, diehard. I'm like, I'm like the football girl. Like I'm like the guy on Sundays. Like I'll sit on the couch and watch football all day. Um, I've I've been there, done that. You've dated athletes, yeah. football players, or soccer. How was it? Um, it was fine. I'm definitely attracted to the athletic type. I'll tell you that. Like I'm okay. definitely that's totally my type a hundred thousand percent. Like I will admit that everyone's like, what's your type? I'm like athletic. Um, but it was, it was fine. It just, I like, I want to there to be intellect as well. Like I want us to have like meaningful. Are they dumb? Like, I mean, I would assume so. I the mean, ones that I've met. I just saw are, Jay Cutler did an interview and someone said, do you think some of the guys on the team can't even read? And he's like, Oh, a hundred percent. For yeah, sure, guys. I remember read. going, I mean, I remember going on a first yeah like I remember going on a date with a guy and he and I was like we're talking about like our educational I don't know how we got on the topic and he was like yeah when I went to college like I like my teachers would just like let me pass so that I could play football like it didn't matter like what I got or yeah just taking the class just to like get just to get any degree so that I could graduate and I was like "Mm, I don't know like what are we supposed to talk about now so like, um they do that they like do that, and yeah. I remember in college like I'd have classes with athletes and like the professor would be like hey so-and-so can't make it because it's like game day and I'm like you know the game's like 7 p.m this is like 11 a.m class like, I don't know what the heck you're talking about <laughs> and they'd be like oh can you like give him your notes and I'd be like okay first of all 
sir, I have ADHD. So my <laughs> notes aren't going to help anyone. Like, and two, no, I can't give him my notes. What about the cheating aspect? Like, not that they're just no, dumb, was, but what about cheating? That's what they told me about. And I'm like, I can't, like, I can't relate to you here. Like, it would be like, oh, I just get the answers from my buddy. And then I turn it in and I, and even if they didn't cheat, they'd still pass. It doesn't matter. Like, yeah. well, I'm talking about cheating, like on you. Oh, 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 <laughs> like in school. Um, I'm sure too. they cheated in school as well, but I meant also on you because we've talked to another, um, he's a former NFL player. We did an interview with him and I was like, all right, let's get down to it. Like, what about cheating in the league? Who are you fucking? Yeah, because Who are you I just feel like they all seem like such players, like they're all going to cheat. And it's either like, you just accept that that's what it is. Yeah, I think for, like, I didn't experience the cheating, maybe. Uh, I'm sure that's there. I, I don't doubt it for a second. Like, yeah, I, like those people I feel like are, like, the most, you know, um, pers- like, you know, they are um, intrigued a little bit more than other people. But um, I didn't experience the cheating part of it. I just, I just was in that. I was much younger, and I think it was just, like, casual. Like, it was, like... Mm-hmm you know, we weren't like talking and having these really serious conversations that I would want to have. Clearly not. That I didn't want to have now. Right. Like, so, yeah. Um, yeah, I think for that, it was just something casual and it was, you know, it was fun while it lasted. And, but, you know, if there's like a, another Tom Brady in the world, I'll, I'll take him. Or like a Gronk. Um, yeah, that I would totally. He, but I have a thing, but I really yes. like him. But I have like a <laughs> so nice about Gronk seems to me like he's the type that's gonna like fart on you or, I think like, he does he yeah, yeah, said, yeah. I think he's like I think he's just like a little goofy jokester type yeah right he <laughs> says his girlfriend's alarm clock is him shitting no <laughs> see and that's he no. said he wakes up in the morning and he takes a shit and then that's his girlfriend's alarm clock I just watched a TikTok on them doing it and she's like yeah oh, <laughs> so you're right and he looks like he has the smelliest shits that is a whole level of comfort. I'm, I would be like, yeah. please do not wake me up like that. And yeah. I know because he was on Shark Tank with his like protein shaker things that obviously oh, he's cool. eating a lot of protein. So he has those nasty ass protein parts. Oh. So I just feel like, but I think he's fun. And I, I think he's fun, like but a, I've grossed I'd myself out I'd go on like a Blanc cruise or whatever he has. Yeah, it's like a fun. Like those cruises. But um, yeah, you know, you it's like me beating brains same goes for the guy like yeah like let's talk about something there's nothing up there yeah yeah it's like, like uh, it's like talking to a wall it's just like what are we doing? who's your is he your favorite player on the yeah. bucks who gronk yeah um he's still on it right he's still on it yeah okay I, you know i used to be like the girl that's like brady's not the system brady's not the team and then brady comes and we went a super bowl and you're um, like, okay. You're like, okay. He's sounds, sounds I think I really like, um, I really like Mike Evans. He's a, he's a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. He's been on the team for like, even when we were like super shitty. So he's like a true, like true and through like, and he delivers. Um, all these, all these guys are new. All the other Gronk's new, Brady's new, Antonio Brown's new. They're all new. Um, but I, Mike Evans is like a good family man. Like his family is really great. Um, but he also is just like a great athlete at the same time. So I like respect for people that like give back to the community and mm-hmm. do other things outside of catching a ball. Okay. 
So I don't know those players exactly. I don't, yeah, I don't know much. That yeah. sounds great. That sounds perfect. Are your friends fans or are you kind of like solo with uh, football? Um, my family is. My family are like diehard. Okay. So, and then I have a few, I have a few friends that are like diehard, but they're all, all guys. Like, I don't have anyone that's like a girl like me. That's like, what's, you know, like plays fantasy football, like watches every game on Sunday. Yeah. Knows other teams, other players, knows my team and my players. Would you say that's like another thing guys are like, oh, cool. She likes football. Or is it like, it sounds cool. And then they're like okay same thing with career yeah same thing with career like sounds cool she's a doctor but I think like I I I certainly hope so I mean I don't know what's unattractive about it I do remember I do remember I think Brian's brother Nick was like um was like bro she watches football like and like loves football like how can you go wrong like you know like you have the whole package or something I don't even know what he said but something along the lines of it being a good thing yeah definitely don't see it as bad things so I mean, yeah. I almost like when the guys don't like football, I'm kind of like unattracted to you. I'm like, yeah, same. Cause I feel like, and not to be like stereotypical, but I just feel like you should, you know, yeah. like if you, <laughs> you were, should like football, <laughs> so, yeah, I'd rather you like football than sports. baseball. Cause I don't want to watch a five hour baseball game no, unless I'm, I'm at the game drinking and eating hot dogs. That's like the only time I'm like having fun yeah. at a baseball I'm game. Not- yeah, I can say baseball is like third on the third or fourth on the list, but it's definitely yeah. um, hockey and football, especially being in like where we are, because they all they both won their their um their leagues this year. Okay, are you single right now? Yes. <laughs> are you actively dating? Single. Um, I'm open to whatever happens. I'm not like looking for, you know, I'm not actively out there like searching for anything, but, um, I'm definitely into like things that happen more organically. So if I'm introduced to someone or I meet someone out or whatever, I will just, you know, I'm, I'll I'll be open-minded about it. What does your ideal guy look like? Mm -hmm. Look like, um, like inside and out. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, um, Gronk maybe, uh, uh, Yeah, something that, like, no, no, no. Um, (laughs) Definitely someone, you know, obviously, like, physical attraction is important. I'm not saying that I'm superficial, but I'm, that's, like, the, that's, like, eyes. Yeah. Well, it's the first thing we have. Like, before anyone speaks, we're looking at them, right? Right, right. So, I definitely want to be physically attracted to, and I'm very athletic. I mean, I go to the gym, like, almost every single day. Um, so I hope that they're live a very active lifestyle. Yeah. That, um, they're career driven. I'm like so ambitious. Like I just want to continue to go bigger, better, constantly like changing, moving, thriving. So I hope that someone, you know, not someone that's not complacent. Um, I'm close to my family. So some family oriented would be great. Um, you know, Indian would be like a perk, but I'm not sitting here saying like, oh, that's that's what it should be. So I'm but yeah. someone that's um ambitious family oriented, kind, um, but like loves to have fun and goof around and stuff. I'm definitely like goofy and quirky. I'm not serious so much all the time. Um, but you know, all those things. And then, you know, lifestyle wise loves to travel, um, culture themselves by going places, um, all of that. There's like so many things I could like, I mean, the list is like forever. Like I could literally write down like every adjective in the book. Um, I don't necessarily have to cross them all off, but definitely the ones that are important are like, you know, career stability, financial stability, someone that's family oriented. Um, and 
that just like our personalities match. I, I think that's so important to have someone yeah. that compliments you. I don't need you to complete me. I just want you to like be a part of my life. Right. Make it better. Totally. And you said you want someone like you're constantly thinking about the future. Like, what do you see in your future? Like career wise and things like that. Um, I, you know, I'm hope, hopefully I'll have my own practice. That is like the absolute, like boss goal for me is like, I've made it this far and I don't, don't see that I'm the type of personality that's going to like work under or work for somebody. I just want to like establish my own environment. I know the practice idealized the way I want to treat my patients, how I want to maneuver all of that. Um, and I think for me also like continuing my modeling career would be really fantastic. There's been a lot of doors that have opened. So I'm um, willing to take like any opportunity that comes my way. Um, and then other importantly, like hopefully along the way, you know, I'm living life to my fullest, but Mr. Wright's somewhere floating around. Does it take a long time to open up your own practice? Like, is yeah, it like years it, and years? No, no, like six months. Um, oh, okay. You know, like there's a lot of paperwork and insurance things and a lot of um, nitty gritty things that have to be kinked out. Um, okay. It's definitely a huge undertaking. And um, my family is really supportive. My dad is a physician and he opened like five of his own. So I'm kind of using his brains behind the process. Oh, wow. Okay. And what's the most rewarding thing about being a rheumatologist and then also modeling? Um, rheumatologist specifically, I know everyone says it's so cliche, but like you're literally having a positive impact on someone's life. Like the beauty about rheumatology is that these people aren't maybe so functional and they're having functional impairment because their joint pains and whatnot. So I'm literally restoring functionality. They're able to move, hug, dance, things that are just basic, like, you know, button their shirt, brush their teeth, basic life functions. So I'm being mm -hmm. able to like restore that for somebody is very, very um, heartwarming. And it, it brings me a lot of gratitude. Um, so I'm really thrilled about that. And I think that's one of the beauties about rheumatology is that you're going to have these relationships no matter what with these patients. Um, and it's going to be a journey, but the end goal is, and when you achieve the end goal is just really, really awesome to see that. Um, and then modeling, I think being able to break barriers again, like, so again, I'm not the prototypical. I don't look like the rest of them. I don't, you know, it's definitely not my only career. Um, so being able to break barriers and have people that look like me out there on a runway or in a magazine, I think is so important yeah. to have that growing up. Like I didn't like open magazines and see someone that looked like me. Like it was almost like you don't see anyone of color or people don't talk about being Indian or anything like that. So I think being able to bring up, you know, start those conversations, have someone now be like, oh, I, I can relate to this, or I can be a doctor and be a bottle. Um, there's a lot of inspiration that comes just from that alone. Yeah. And I think totally. it's using it for a positive, it's having a positive impact. Like, yeah, modeling is great, but like, how can you use it with an impact? So I think that's my whole goal now is using this platform to impact and have conversations with people um, about, you know, not only rheumatology, but like life and achieving your dreams and, and doing everything like sprinkling out and, and going on, embarking on new adventures and seeing what comes from it. I think it's important. Would you ever do reality TV again? Um, yeah, why not? I never say never. Like I said, yeah, <laughs> maybe I need to do like Indian matchmaking or something. I don't know. Maybe that's, yeah, you could, maybe you could do the Netflix You're show. going to have to start believing in the signs and how they connect then. Yes. 
I'm going to, she's going to have to help me. See, Monty's going to have to be the lady that. <laughs> would, would you ever do an arranged marriage? Because I know that's pretty popular. No. Like, um, like on the dating show, they do arranged marriages. And I was like, I could never, but it seems no. like it worked for a lot of the people on the show. Yeah. Um, that's, I feel like that's more in India than any, if we're talking about like that show in specific, I feel like that was more in India right. and that's still, it's an old school tradition, but it's still mm-hmm. more relevant there than it is here. Okay. Um, here, it's like not a thing um, at all, but they're like, my parents are arranged, but they just celebrate their 40th wedding anniversary. So See, it, it works. works. It, it yeah. does work. Um, cause my mom's like, you guys just spend too much time finding things wrong with each other. Like I had a week, you know, I had a week to know your dad yeah. and we got married. And then, you know, she's like, once you're married, there's a new, almost like there's just a new, um, you have like a greater tolerance for everything. Like you just, you work harder to make it work, but I yeah. treat all my relationships in not a weird way to sound weird, but like, I treat my relationships like a marriage. Like, and I've told, I told Brian that I, I've told everyone that like, it's for me, like I'm treating it like a marriage. I'm, I am, you know, with you through the good and the bad. And that's yeah. like, this is how I treat my relationships. Now I'm like, if we can make it through this little hiccup in the road, then we can make it through far more. But if we're not yeah. able to sustain these minor like bumps in the road, then like, what's going to happen when something major catastrophe right so I'm grateful for like the signs if you will or whatever rejection is redirection all of that so like that's how I take it now because I'm like well everyone's like well what if something else happened and something far bigger how would that reaction have been I'm like you're you're right like maybe this was maybe I'm being you know protected from something yeah Yeah. everything happens for a reason like you guys weren't meant to be together at least right now so you know that is what it is but yeah I don't know I would I feel like if I got an arranged marriage my guy would like end up looking like Quasimodo or something that was that would be my biggest look at them it's not it's not that is blind like you I know I guess that's like my biggest fear is like you're like going up at your wedding and it's like well here's who you're gonna marry no you get to like see them oh uh, okay yeah I mean they have like little pictures but it's like also you can't see a hunchback with that you know it's just like you don't so your parents got to see each other though for like how oh, yeah, they like taught a week. Oh, I'd say like, oh, they, they were talking for a week, um, a week, literally. <laughs> oh, a week. wow. Okay. Whole week. A week. Okay, cool. <laughs> a whole week. Um, but they're, they have made it work. And so kudos to them. Yeah, I love, I want that. I want that. Like I want that. Um, you want someone that's going to compromise with you. It's not, life is not so hard and fast and you, you know, you have like things you idealize, but they're not like, for me, they're not rules. Like, you don't, it doesn't have to be this way. This right. is mm-hmm. the way I'm picturing it, but maybe you can inspire me or maybe we can work together to make it work for both of us. Like, I think that is like, people just don't have that tolerance anymore. It's like, okay, well you don't do this. Like, fuck you. Bye. That's, that's the shitty part. So like, if you're going to like leave, leave now, like don't leave you know, I'd rather not get married and you leave later. Like, and with like social media, I heard like dating coaches were like, you know, people think they have so many options now they can just like slide into the Ah, DMs and all this shit. And then it's like, okay, motherfucker, do you really think you're going to get that bitch or this bitch? No, and they never do. But they think they do. And it's the stupidest thing. Like I used to date this guy and he was like, well, like we had been dating for a you know, a few months at this point, like we're exclusive. And then he was just like, I don't know. Like, I just kind of like want to keep my options open. And I was like, then fucking open them, go see what you can get. 
And then he would call me like every week crying, like when he would get drunk. And I'm like, what happened to your fucking options? All those like, options. Like you're not Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have some height on you, but like that's, <laughs> that's about it. it. That's, I mean, I don't even know if that comes with like age because I, I know people that are much older still doing that. <laughs> still so, right. It's like, you no, it's like, don't get better with age, don't mature. I don't necessarily know. No, they, I don't think so. Um, And that's actually something funny that you guys talk about that because like, and I'm talking about my parents, but like, you know, they're asking like, what tools do you have out there? Like what resources, yeah. any help, but what, op- you know, what is your, what is your generation doing about yeah. like, how do you meet people? Um, and I was like telling her about the apps and she's like, okay, well, this is good. And I'm like, yeah, but mom, we can, I can be talking to X and X is talking to one through 20, you know, like mm-hmm. I'm not the only person. So like, that's just, that's just how it is. This, this generation is, I don't know what it is about options. I don't want too many, in fact, because I'm well, like- and it's like app culture fucking sucks because it is a hundred percent just based off of like appearance and whatever. Yeah. And I mean, it's typically uh, yeah. fine, but at the same time, you literally are just swiping based off, you know, nothing else about this yeah. person besides yeah. their appearance. And I feel like every person that I've dated, not that like I'm out here like dating fucking trolls, but sometimes I am, but like a lot of people that I date, I would have never swiped on this person never oh my ew but never it's just like their vibe <laughs> like, was it's like an in-person vibe right. that I well, like, like oh like when I was on the apps like some of the apps like had like a description like they can write like yeah answer questions or like do so you learn can like get a, a little taste of their personality and so that's very telling sometimes you're like oh he seems funny or he seems like you know like things he wants in life kind of maybe align like on a very surface level but still it's something um, so that is like way better than just the ones you just like see pictures and swipe. But see, out. even that's bullshit. Cause I've like had guys, like I've written other people's profiles for them. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, it can be bullshit. Yeah. And I I've guess never done the app. So I don't know. You know, you take, and I'm just, that's what I'm like. Ugh, do I like really want to go back on that? I don't. So I'm not. Never. Like, I was thinking yeah, though, I, I would only go on Raya. I just wish like, yeah, you need someone. If anyone's listening, I wish I could meet you in like a grocery store aisle, like cereal aisle or something like, you know, totally. if any guy is listening and you want to hit up Monica, just like slide in her DMs and just say something nice about her dog or preferably Tampa. Right. Like that's what ideally you would like to find. Um, yeah, I mean, I definitely want to open my practice here and that's the goal. My family's here. Um, what's not to love about being in Florida? Mm-hmm. We have sports, we have it all. We have water, we have city, we have it all. Um, so like ideally, yeah, if, uh, this is where I want to be. But part of that process is if it, it takes me away for a few years or that's the compromise and that's the compromise. And that's why I say like, uh, this is what I idealize, but it may happen differently if I meet right. the person that I'm willing to do that for. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, I hope you find the one you're, you're going to find. Him. You're going to find him. He's going to be a hottie with a body. No smelly farts. He's going to have a great fucking and job. And he's going to be like proud of being with a boss ass bitch that's and not feel insecure about it. I want yeah. that. I want that someone that's like, not only like, oh, your arm candy, but like proud of what I do. And like, yeah, that, I think that like that type of love is like indestructible. You're almost just like, wow, like we are going to conquer the world together like we support each other we're gonna go through good and bad and like you're proud of like every part of the journey I think that's exactly I think that's a beautiful thing life is a journey I know that so um but like someone to share that with would be really nice yeah exactly for sure
you know, we'll <laughs> it's going to happen for all of us yeah. <laughs> one day, not today. one day. Absolutely. One day. Thank you so much, Monica, for being on. This has yeah. been amazing. Um, do you want to drop like your social media handles in case anyone wants to follow you or reach out slide in the DMs? Oh gosh. Wow. Um, yeah. So I have, <laughs> I only have one, like I'm not TikTok savvy yet. And I think that's like my new thing to learn. Yeah. Um, I am on Instagram though. So it's at doctor.monica.shaw underscore. It's a mouthful, but um, yeah, I'm there. Reach out. If anyone has any questions about like medicine, rheumatology, whatever, um, I will do my best to help in any way I can. And you just did a podcast all about it with Gigi, right? From yeah. Charles of Sunset. Yeah. Okay. We did a podcast um, about her experience with rheumatoid arthritis and and bringing more awareness. And I've done a few of those now. So I'm really excited that people are starting to open up these dialogues. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, we loved getting to know you and thank you so much for being on. Thank you guys. Well, thank you guys again for listening. Um, Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Brutally Blunt Podcast, on Twitter at Brute Blunt Pod, and like, follow, and subscribe wherever you listen. And we will see you guys next week. Bye.